living the dream. I'm in love with the lights. This is not just a game. This here is my life. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put them on me, cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put them on me, put the cameras on me, yeah. Hello, everybody. Live from a brisk fall day in Southern California in Koreatown. It is the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. Shout out to Twizzy Twitch for laying that Ozone theme song for us. I really like that one. I feel I like do. I might want him to update it because I don't get enough action in the theme song. I don't need song. an update. <laughs> yeah, it's all about him. <laughs> Anyways, I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother from the same mother, Terry Miller, also known as Trollin' Terry. Also, also known, known as Angry as, Black. Also known as the Icons. Also known as the Icons. If you want to find them on social media, E-Y-E-C-O-N-Z. Or Z, as they say, for our friends across the pond, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest today, Mr. Tony Jeffries. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Coming in here with you two boys, full of energy. Fired up and ready to go. Fired up. It's got me yeah. fired up. Yeah. And we even okay. got you a cup of gourmet coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, where'd you guys get that from? Ernie. Our Any sound serving? engineer slash barista <laughs> serving up the gourmet. It served up a cup, a fresh cup. My my breath is humming now, but I can smell it myself because it's such a strong cup. A mean Joe. A French press coffee. French press in the back. French press mean Joe. Mean it's good Joe. As well, isn't it? It's it is. Good. It is. It is. It is. No, no doubt about it. Ernie, that's good work. You've been holding out. Well, um, yeah, so we got a lot to cover today, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special guest in, and we're going to get to you very shortly because we want your opinion ASAP. Um, but last week, I didn't get a chance to talk about something that I felt like was a glitch in the Matrix. And uh, you guys, feel free to join in. Now, think about this. Every now and then, you see those memes on Instagram that say, you know who has the most attributed quotes, it seems like, is Keanu Reeves. It's always something yeah. deep and enlightened, right? Keanu's the guy. So... Well, I saw one the other day that was attributed to Keanu Reeves that said, The Matrix is the greatest documentary of all time. <laughs> it is not a film. It was a documentary. Dash Keanu Reeves, right? And so I'm thinking, damn, Keanu's deep. And then I was also thinking, damn, Keanu's full of crap. But I'm at work the other day. I do a, a voice for one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. It's a, the greatest job ever. Nice. But one love to Nickelodeon. So I'm at work in the studio playing around like a little boy. And we start having a conversation. Our director is the guy that does the voice of Pinky on Pinky in the Brain, in case you watch any cartoons. Yeah. Mm. And he's, a, he's a voiceover legend. He did the original Raphael in the Ninja Turtles, Animaniacs. I just saw that he was in a Brian De Palma film called Body Double way, way on back. When Ooh, his, he was in Body he Double. He was in Body Double. That's, that's my movie. Have you ever seen that? No, I've never seen Oh, that. man. Yeah, he's in Body Double. <laughs> and you know what? I just watched a little bit of it yesterday, and I thought that was Bill Maher. I was like, damn, Bill Maher aged terribly, but it wasn't Bill Maher. <laughs> no, it's your man with the mask. <laughs> it's your man with the mask. It's Body Double. So, uh... <laughs> Anywho, we were talking about it, and uh, there are certain things that make you feel like we're living in the alternate universe. And one of those things is Alex Smith's horrific injury. Some days it feels like there's a glitch in the matrix. You're going to tell me that 33 years to the day that Joe Theismann had a career-ending, most horrific injury in NFL history for most people. I mean, I think Napoleon Coffins was. Somebody put their helmet in his knee and it blew out the wrong direction. But you're going to tell me 33 years to the day, a guy has the same injury without Lawrence Taylor on the field. That's also now they're saying looks like it's going to be career ending. Same field. Same field. 33 years to the day. Same team. And Joe Theismann himself, the guy whose career was ended that day, was there. Wow. On top of that, let's take it one step farther. Go deep. Subterranean. Matrix. Oh. Is the final score of both games were exactly the same. Wow. That is deep. That's crazy. Right. And then. Did you bet on it? The next day. I couldn't bet. I was a little kid. (laughs) (laughs) Just the other day. (laughs) This is why the Matrix is real. (laughs) Benjamin (laughs) Button. No, so, so. So then you look at the situation, then as my father said, you turn back around mm-hmm. and you see the next day the Rams and the uh and the Chiefs put blow out some crazy record, which also I do believe was thirty three years to the day. That's it. That's my that's my whole that's, <laughs> and that's boom. A, that's <laughs> the, the, thing. the thing. I turned the corner. Boom. The thing. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, and then we're talking about Jesus at 33 years old. We always got to throw that in there. Yeah. We got to go with JC. We got to go <laughs> with the, the, the Lord, the Lord and Savior. So yeah. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. You guys run with it how you feel like. But I'm just saying it seems way too many coincidences. So what you're saying is that 32 or 33 years from now, we need to stay away from the Redskins Stadium. <laughs> 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 if you want to move forward in life, because you can know what that career is. Okay. If, if you're still playing Wait, 33 years from now, if Tony's still playing 33 years from now, he's a monster anyways. <laughs> yeah, you know, they said Joe Theismann said, he didn't even realize how bad it had affected him. He couldn't even sleep the next two, three nights. He said oh. when he got home, he didn't even realize it because I guess just he completely snapped. Well, no, 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 no. Joe was talking about Alex, oh, Alex Smith. Smith. He's saying oh. he didn't realize how Joe realized how much it affected him when he got carted off the field. But but he didn't realize how much the Alex Smith injury had it affected him mentally mm. because he couldn't sleep. He Joe Dyson oh, wow. couldn't sleep for the next couple of days. Wow, that's crazy. It's like when you're talking about these coincidences. What what was it with the the rock stars a few years ago when they were all dying at like 27? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it 27 yeah, 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 or 26? Yeah, yeah. Some, 28, 27, something yeah. like that. It was something, yeah, it was a bad look. So I wonder if them uh, musicians now are thinking, shit, I'm coming to that age. You know, when they're young, when they're getting up. Yeah. This is the, this is the year you've got to avoid. Right. I've got to drink water only. <laughs> yeah. And stay in the house. Stay in. Make my music inside. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, anywho, that was just something I wanted to throw out there. It's sports related, but it's also, it was just weird related. So you just right. wanted to go deep off the top. Huh? Off the top. You I wanted to get up. deep. You I didn't want to dive right at that. <laughs> Belly flop. <laughs> it was the French press. It did it to me. Yeah, I see that. It's got you amped. Got me amped. But, one of, but, but speaking of that, one of the reasons I wanted to start there, because as our esteemed guest is here, he did something that I admire greatly. And that is, one, you got to participate in the Olympics. Yeah. That's nuts. Right. right. I don't really feel like Olympic athletes get enough credit for participating in the Olympics. This is the best of the best <laughs> in the whole world in every single sport. Yeah. I love the Olympics. I love the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. I've been trying to sneak into Olympic Village because I heard it's the most <laughs> fertile ground in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I read once that they distributed 10,000, 100,000 condoms at the Brazil uh, Olympic Village. Oh, I believe it. When you're in the Olympic Village, there's... Big uh, tubs of condoms just everywhere. Just walk and get a handful of condoms. You know, they're everywhere. Handful. So, handful. Get you a handful. Wow. <laughs> these, are, these are the most testosterone men and women in the world. So it's a lot of grand ass going on. It's very <laughs> Shout out to Coach Nahara. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my high school coach used to say it all the time. All right, you guys want to play grab ass? Get over here. Line it up. Drop your gloves. <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of grab ass going on in the Olympic Village from what I've been told. And yeah. I've been told that by some swimmers who apparently yeah. really get loose. The thing is with, with the boxing, the boxing starts on the first day of the Olympics and the ends on the last day. So it's the full tournament so Ooh, wow. with, with, with the boxers we're competing all the time if you're staying in the tournament you know you're competing all the time but yeah going to the Olympics was was amazing and I was on an 8 year training program from the year 2000 to the year 2008 yeah uh, just to well I qualified in 2007 so it was 7 years to qualify and then obviously I went there in 2008 so it is a long long road uh, I got put on this program when I was 16 so from the ages of 16 to 23 like that's them's the years when most kids will go out, drink, yep. smoke, yep. party, mm -hmm. get with girls, do do whatever. So the Olympics saved your life. Yeah, big time. I'm from a like a, a pretty rough area in the north of England. Okay, uh, so it kept me definitely that goal kept me on the straight and narrow, you know, to to achieve to get there, you know. So it was it was great, and then to finally qualify, you know. I, I boxed in Chicago in the Olympic qualifiers. You had to get the last eight in the world, and there was like 54 people in me weight. I boxed the Netherlands wow. champion, and then. Uh, the, if, if I won, I was going to fight the Ukrainian, who was like a world champion, or the American, the American team captain called Christopher Downs. So them two fought each other. I beat the Netherlands. The American beat the Ukrainian. Okay. So now I'm fighting the American team captain in Chicago in a massive stadium with thousands of people. And, and the he's crowd, got the home field. The home, yeah. The crowd just USA, USA. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I, I get there and and I and I, and I beat, obviously beat them. Uh, and it, it was funny because in the amateur boxing, then it was like you, it was computer scoring where you get a point when you hit them, you get a point mm -hmm. when he, when he hits you, you, he gets a point, which I love. I love that scoring system. Uh, really? So, yeah. So I'm I'm up like six points going at the last round. And you know the score during the fight. Yeah, so you know the score. So you're, 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 listen, the thing. We're getting deep today. I think I need to go play the lottery today. <laughs> so this is, so side. remember where you are. Obviously, you won't forget where you are in the story, but remember where you are in the story in the sense that 
I say this every time we have a boxer on, and we had conversations with several people. I really believe that boxing, professional boxing, is the only sport, combat sports, the only sport where you don't know the score in, during right. the game. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I, it is in the professionals and the amateurs. You used to be able to get the score in between each round. Now they've changed it a little bit uh, since the 2012 Olympics. Of course. they got to figure out how to make it corrupt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Of course. So I know I'm six points up against this American in America in Chicago with the crowd going crazy. And the crowd can see the scores as well. Uh, so w- what do I do? I'm not going to fight room. I'm, f- I'm on my bike. I'm, fucking, dancing. I'm fucking <laughs> running. Bike. I'm running. <laughs> this guy's getting frustrated. Come on, fight me, fight me. I'm like, nah. I'm good. I'm, I'm qualifying <laughs> for the Olympics. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After the fight, he wouldn't shake me hand and he was took me like Oh, really? He was very bitter about it. Did he know? make the Olympics or no? No, he never made the Olympics. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I guess... He, he should have tackled you. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> do, 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 do. Seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, these dreams shattered now so maybe that's why he didn't shake me on but you know I think it was kind yeah. of running away but yeah and then that was it qualified and I no, sorry, I had to fight the Belarusian the next day and then I had to fight the Uzbekistan the next day I fought four times in a week right and wow on your body that is a lot a lot I can only lot. imagine what did you eat yeah, I mean, you, you've got to make the weight every day as well so I and mean you're young like that it's hard to make the weight up not down correct what do you mean like your age meaning you did you have you're saying we was, he, that's why he's asking what did what did you eat right. meaning if you're fighting that frequently and you're 16 you know if you're if you're 19 years old 20 years old yeah. your metabolism is through the roof yeah yeah it's harder to make the weight yeah. like no but but what it's you still wanna, harder to cut it yeah you've you've always got to cut weight because you always want to be the lightest you can beat because then you're the biggest you, you can in that beat, time you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah I mean we were eating good we had a, a nutritionist with us there helping us with with the food and, and making the weight but I'm, I made the weight pretty easy you know but. Uh, yeah, and then I qualified for Olympics, and that was the one of the best feelings in the world because you know I've been on this seven, been seven years, been aiming for this one thing, yes. to get this event. And then before, before two thousand and eight, Great Britain had only ever qualified like uh, I, th- I think two boxers in the last eight years to the Olympics, so it was a big, wow. a big thing. Um, and I, it was the same tournament as uh, I think Deontay Wilder qualified as well. So he, he was in that, he was fighting mm-hmm. for America there. So I was the weight below Deontay. <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about, right? Woo! <laughs> we want to talk about that, but we're going to hold up on that because, unfortunately, what we want to talk about. But, well, let's let's talk about now. Two thousand eight was in Tokyo, uh, Beijing, Beijing. Yeah, and you won the bronze. Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> Do you still have the medal? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's all home uh, on the metal piece. But uh, yeah, I've still got the medal, and uh, you know it's, it it was unbelievable. It's it's hard to explain, and again. I'm in that uh, quarterfinal fight. You've got to get the semifinals to win the, the medal. And I'm in the quarterfinal fight. And I know that I'm six points up or eight points up, whatever it was, against this Hungarian, this monster who's trying to knock me off. And I'm like, again, I'm on my fucking bike. I'm yeah. on my bike, I'm on my bike, <laughs> running around. And then you can hear the crowd chanting, 10, 9, 8. And then I know when this bell rings, I've got an Olympic medal. It was a tough fight, mm-hmm. but that bell rang and I got the energy from somewhere and I jumped around that ring. Like, yeah, you know, it was the it was the the best the best feeling. Great uh, culmination of yeah. all of the the discipline that you had to show to get to that point. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And now, then, but I can see now where that that scoring system would be flawed, though. I agree because in that, then if you can get on your horse and not stand there and engage, then that gives you know that'll make the guy lose it in a sense. You know, yeah. I can't catch you if I can't catch you. Yeah, <laughs> but Floyd Mayweather fights like that anyways. Yeah, he sure regardless does. of the, I agree. The, with, I with agree. the current schedule, with yeah. the current, he does current that fight. Fall every round, every, every, <laughs> every round, every <laughs> fight, every round. Yeah, it, it, so it's so it's not necessarily flawed if you if you yeah. will. But you you still get one for it. You're not you're not allowed to not engage in the fight. You've still got that other fight. So, yeah, okay. But you get three chances. So I'll use I'll use the first two before the referee takes a point off. Yep. You know, oh, okay. And then then I'll be holding and then whatever <laughs> you know, I'm just wasting time. KG veteran. Yeah, yeah. Work. yeah. <laughs> so, so, do you still keep in contact with people from your Olympic team? Oh yeah, all, yeah, all, all the time. Yeah. So we got uh, a guy, Billy Joe Saunders. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He was on my Olympic team. Uh, James Billy D- Joe's quick. Yeah, he's great. James D. Gill. You familiar of with course, James? I know James. Yeah. Matter of fact, we thought James and Gill was in the candidate for the fight of the year last year. Oh, against Badu Jack. Uh, yeah, against yeah. Badu Jack. That was yeah. a great fight. Yeah, great yeah. fight. Yeah. And he had to hold on. Actually, that's one of the few fights ever that I wasn't mad at a draw. That was right. a great fight because yeah. he was spectacular early, and Badu Jack came on strong, strong late. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a good fight, great fight. James is a great fighter. He was my sparring partner for the Olympics. Like we sparred together okay. all the time. Like, obviously, he won the gold in Beijing. Then uh, Carl Yafai, another world champion, flying yeah. world champion. If you're familiar with him, David Price. He was the heavyweight. Uh, he, he lost his last fight. He was in the running to fight uh, for Tyson Fury, but that, that fell through. He's mm. also a monster starter for the Boston Red Sox, and he just won a he ring. Switch careers. Yeah. Switch careers. So now you keep in contact with these guys. The reason that I wanted to tee it up with the the Matrix talk is because you suffered an injury, right? And that injury didn't stop you from. Staying in the game, obviously you're in great shape. It looks like you still fight, you still do everything, but it stopped you from competing at the highest level. Yeah, yeah, it did. It stopped me competing all, all together. Um, so I had a hole in one knuckle. You can see the score there. And then I had a tear in this knuckle. So I had surgery on, on both hands. It was over the years the, the wear and tear. Um, you, you don't realize that like, your hands are taking the most damage. You're pounding yeah. them bags every mm-hmm. day yep. in the ring, uh, sparring. Skull tech. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> so this, uh, this, 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 this rap that, that we're looking at, this yeah. thing, it's like a new next generation. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a next yeah. generation thing that could help the that could help fighters. Yeah, let me know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So you ended, so it was an accumulation situation. Yeah. So I, when I was when I was like twelve years old, I punched like a man. I was like developed like a man. I punched really hard before my hands were developed, and I, I think that's when it really started. Mm. You know, I started hurting my hands a little bit when I was twelve, uh. and all the way through the career, and then it got to the point where. I couldn't button my trousers. I couldn't zip the top. My oh, hands wow. were fucked. So I had to ice them every day. And then I, I get surgery. The surgery didn't go according to plan. And wow. then I got forced to retire. I was undefeated in 10 professional fights uh, ah. after the Olympics. So I had a very promising career. I was making decent For money. For sure. Uh, but now, that was the best thing that ever happened to us. You know? Look at how God works. Yeah. Lay it on. Testify, brother. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I want to hear it. Yeah, the, the best thing that ever happened to us. Now I'm not getting punched in the head anymore. Yep. I, I realize the damage that, that boxing does to the brain. I'm, I'm uh, very familiar with that, and I try to educate myself on, on that. And, yeah, and now I'm, I'm I've owning two very successful uh, boxing fitness businesses in Los Angeles. Awesome. And an education program where I'm traveling the world, teaching people how to teach boxing. Life is better than ever right now. And again, oh, man. turns a negative into a positive. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Big time. I, you yeah. better drink that lemonade yeah. from them lemons. That's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, wow. Well, let's see. We're keeping it bright. I like all that. Now, what we want to talk about is your affiliation to both Deontay Wilder and to Tyson Fury because of the upcoming fight uh, this yeah. weekend. But first and foremost, our last guest on the Ozone was Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Chuck came in. He sat right where you sat. He had a great interview. We had a great time with Chuck. A blast. And he was ripped up. He looked like he was in great shape. And uh, he felt very confident that he was going to knock Tito out for a third time. He was so happy to fight again. He was like, it's been a long time. Yeah. I just love to fight. So I'm I'm pumped up to fight. Uh, I can guarantee you that if Tito feels my power, he won't want to stay up. He's going to want to go to the ground. So we got a plan for that, blah, 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 blah. You know, he genuinely didn't like Tito Ortiz and so on and so forth. We're sitting up here having a good laugh. And he sold us on it. Sold. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. I mean, sold. Yeah. And cut to last Saturday night, we went to the forum and the best part of the whole show What's Tito Ortiz's entry song? Because it was pretty awesome. It was like a funk song. Who's in the house? Who's in the house? And then it goes like, oh, okay. Tito's in the house. It was dope. It was like a, it was like an old George Clinton kind of jam. It was nice. It's really got, shout got out to hype. Tito. Yeah. I was pretty hyped. Yeah. I, I can't front. So then Tito comes in. He's bouncing around the the the, the octagon, feeling good. And then Chuck came in. Chuck wasn't even limping like that when he was here. It's like he had an it's like he had, it's like he had an accident. It's like he had an accident from from Friday morning when we did the interview, or from the from walking into the ring. It's like, it he, like, it's, like it's like he stepped into a squirrel hole, and it was like ah, they got they got Chuck. He's limping in. He gets in. He starts dancing around the octagon, and he's not dancing around the octagon. And uh, we proceeded to watch the most slow motion saddest fight between two guys, because it wasn't just Chuck. Don't get it yeah. twisted. Neither one of them looked good. Yeah. That I've ever seen. 
And I they, saw the slowest roundhouse known to mankind. <laughs> I saw the slowest roundhouse kick. That roundhouse was slow, dude. I was like, oh my goodness. That was like, I was like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> From the seats. That, that roundhouse, roundhouse was, was, slow. was slow motion. I yeah. think it was so slow that Chuck couldn't even move. He was like, Chuck was like, what is he doing? Like, is that a, what? Is he stretching? <laughs> roundhouse. It's like the Kick him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kick him. And so. We watched that for about four minutes, and then we watched Chuck get knocked out from a glancing blow. That wasn't like a devastating punch. Um, you know, honestly, I hate that. I yeah. hate that because Dana White, I don't say this often, but I fully agreed with Dana White because Dana White blasted the, blasted the homie Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy. Yeah, he came out like a raging bull with that. He did, and he called him a cokehead, and he made it very personal, which, you know, that's neither here nor there. But he uh, he was talking about how... You know, the reason he told Chuck Liddell that he shouldn't fight anymore is because he's Chuck's friend. Right. And Chuck had gotten knocked out three times straight, sometimes with a jab, and was like, hey, this is enough. Yeah. You've had enough. And he found other ways to incorporate him into the UFC. And somehow or another, they got this sanctioned. And the California State Athletic Commission should be ashamed of themselves as be well. You can't, you can't do that. You can't sanction yeah. There's no way you can watch that fight during – there's no way you can watch that training and not know – that these guys are not, and then we have to question the trainer as well because hundred percent, yeah, you know, yeah, because, big time, yeah, because we have to say if you had a fighter going in there and you saw that he wasn't up to cope, would you pull the plug? No, on you've him? got to pull a plug. I mean, you like yeah, what plug. you said there, it's the saddest thing ever. It's just yeah. I, I was, I turned to my brother. There's about a minute, maybe thirty seconds into the fight. A minute into the fight, because 30 seconds they were dancing around, and it looked like they were just strategizing. But even yeah. with, no, with the first 30 seconds, because they were throwing punches, but they were still. Slow. Yeah, and it, and it looked like maybe okay, maybe this is a decoy or something uh-huh, like yeah. that. And then you saw this was a real punch. Was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing, next thing you know, I turned to my brother. I said, "What are we watching right now?" Yeah. I like it was. It felt it. It felt like you walked in on your parents having sex. It felt like <laughs> it felt like you were watching something inappropriate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was so sad. It really was. It was. You know, I mean, he's. I'm sure he's already a little bit punch drunk. You know, he's took a lot of punishment over the mm-hmm. years. After the fight, I'd noticed the difference between how he was speaking to us at the interview until after the fight. When you in the it, ring, when you interviewed him, did he seem sharp? He wasn't dull, but he wasn't, he wasn't like crazy sharp. You, it, it's what you would expect from a fighter his age, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it wasn't. But it wasn't like. It wasn't like. It wasn't like, oh, dude, Chuck's gonna be. Yeah, he's not, he was not hearing or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It look, it's, he could hold, it, we were holding the conversation, and he was yeah. moving. He was moving a lot Man. faster and swifter than he was in the ring, right? Which yeah. was unbelievable. Seriously, yeah. it was like that time when they drugged Tyson, <laughs> and he was in the ring, and like he couldn't pull the trigger, and he was kind of just standing there taking punches yeah. because he had bit the Holyfield's ear, and it was just like, hey, man, you can't do it anymore. It was like the time that Muhammad Ali almost oh, it was he yeah. Larry Holmes. Yeah, oh, man. Right, that yeah. was terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the thing with fighters. A, a lot of people, the, a lot of fighters don't know when to stop. Roy Jones, my favorite fighter ever. Yeah. I love Roy Jones. We talk about it all we the time. About we it do. All the time. Oh, we yeah. talk about it all because the time. Because he started fighting not to get knocked out. He wasn't fighting yes. to win. He had to prove to himself that I'm not that I'm not going to get knocked out. Yeah, and then he just went. And he was the best. Yeah, Roy he was the best. Jones was the best in the world yeah. for probably like a ten year period. Yeah, there was no better pound for pound fighter than Roy Jones. He brought yeah. out that cockfighting style. He did. Yeah, that, nice. that, that Florida. That yeah. Florida was too much for everybody. Yeah, we we spent Scola. <laughs> we see it. We see it a lot. Uh, and you know well, we've just seen it there, but that but this was even on a different level of Roy Jones. Right? This was on yeah. a different level. Oh my goodness! This Roy, was on a different level. Roy Jones can still fight, you know. Yeah, you but, wouldn't advise him to. Yeah, but you're but you're like you know what, Roy? If you put it like this, if you felt like if you put Roy Jones in with another fighter in his same age decade, oh yeah, you wouldn't feel like okay, Roy's in yeah. danger, right? Yeah. You're talking about two guys. Yeah, one is in his late forties, one is in his early forties. But you're still in the same range generationally. You and know what I mean? You're talking about two guys that look like they shouldn't even be in a pillow fight. They, 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 no. <laughs> Neither one of them. Neither one of them. You're right. You're there was right. nothing for Tito to celebrate. Yeah. 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 There was nothing to, to be celebrated. You know what I mean? And that was that was part of what was terrible. Yeah. After he knocks him out, he does this whole grave digger thing where he like... He's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But I think that's just a personal thing because he yeah. couldn't get over the hump. And so now he's got him down. He's trying to make it bigger than what it was. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to sell You knocked to out himself. a senior citizen, you bro. You knocked out an old dude. <laughs> Yeah, but Tito was shit as well, wasn't he? Oh, no, no doubt. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The this roundhouse is, a, is one of the worst is, roundhouses ever. Yeah. This was a terrible fight. 
Right. I mean, a, a terrible, terrible. The undercards and and the 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 post fight after there was two or three fights after that yeah. fight were actually there were some decent fights within uh, there. Right. And there was actually a couple up and coming kids that looked like they might make some noise. Even that but, fight before the, the main event was really the nice. co-main event. Yeah. yeah, that other fight. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what they got paid? Uh, they said two fifty a piece. Yeah. And and plus Tito, upside on the on Tito the, got two hundred and Chuck got two fifty. Yeah. And that but that's also with a slice of whatever the pay per view was. Right. Yeah. I, I, they must be they must be struggling for money then. Right. But I must, I must, that's why they must have done it for the money. I don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Just like you said earlier, a lot of guys, especially like the fight. fight, they just like to fight. And yeah. Chuck was so pumped up about fighting. Dude, Tony, yeah. I'm trying to tell you. He was so excited to fight. Really? If he could have fought right here, he would have knocked me out. No. <laughs> nah, he no, he wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, I would have to let him go. Yeah, we yeah, had to shut him down. We had to close the door, man, lock him in there. I mean, that was, let him I, I've, never, I've, never seen, I've never seen anything like that. That yeah, was me, terrible. Yeah, me neither. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully now Oscar hopefully gets learns yeah. and like, don't be doing this again because that looks bad for the promotions, for the, for it the, looks bad for for the sport, yeah, for everything. So yeah, because you no thought that you were going to see tried. something that was yeah, you thought you were going to see something that was competitive, and it didn't come off as any kind of competition at all. Even though neither one of them looked good, yeah. right? But one of them looked way worse than the other one. Yes, yeah. got, neither it, one of them looked good. It's because we remember what they were like and yes. what their fights were like. So we that's why that's why it, that's why it sells. Yeah, that's you know? why it sells. You want to believe? Yeah, you want to believe? You want to believe? Get there and like, and oh, this no. is why this is the most dangerous sport going is yeah. because you can't play blood yeah. sport. You can't blood sport. Man. Yeah, and the long term damage as well. Like, what what has that done to Chuck? You know, what long term? Well, this damage? is exactly what I yeah. said. I felt like, and you should. I've never been. I go to a lot of sporting events. I've never been to an arena that was so devastated. Yes, really? everybody was really, yeah. really. Oh, it, it, oh man, it was a Debbie Downer. It was silence. Yeah, oh. was like oh. 20, uh, 15,000 people, twenty thousand, whatever it was. Because he laid on the and he laid on the mat. It looked like he had a, hey, a look, serious injury. Yes, yes. And before yes. he was down before, for a while, and yeah, then they he? tried, and then they gave him a stool. And he and can barely get up on the stool. And before... You it was know, terrible to see, yeah. dude. I'm telling you, real. But before we could even see the instant replay to see that it was from a glancing blow. Right. Yeah. You know... It looked like it was... Like the way he, he got knocked slush, out, it, was, it looked like he got hit with a punch that he didn't see yeah. in a very dangerous place that could be causing some serious neurological yeah. damage. Yeah, I believe so. But then we saw the... You see the replay... He got punched in his throat. Not oh, what was I thought was a tumble? No, 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 no. He, no, the, no, first, right the first punch hit him on his chin. No, and his yeah, well, the, the first one. one. Yeah, the first one hit him in his throat. He uh-huh. got it to the throat. And then one hit him on the shoulder. And then one hit him on the shoulder. And then one hits him like on the the, the temple roll down. But it wasn't. It wasn't it, like a temple. It's, it's a punch you have to take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like a. It, that shouldn't be the the, the game ender. Now, now let me ask you this, Tony. Um, getting hit so many times like that, like Chuck has gotten knocked out. Now I do believe the last four fights. Yeah. Is there something that's in your neck? I know that you have that electricity that's running there, but is there something in your system or whatever that you can't recover from from now on? Yeah, I, I really, I don't know if it's proven, but I really believe it is. You once, can see it. Once, yeah. yeah, once you've been like knocked with out Roy. once. Yeah, once you've been knocked out once, you know, you, you get knocked out much faster. You know, what, yeah. you know what? shuts down. I sort of believe with Manny Pacquiao, it doesn't happen like and, that. Which is interesting because he got and Evander Holyfield. Out. And yeah. Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield yeah. got not sparked out. Yeah. yeah. But, from but, the those big guys, uh-huh, but those guys bounce back. You watch some of these guys like Roy Jones. Roy Jones, when he got knocked out by Antonio Tarver, was completely different when he got knocked out by, by Glenn, Glenn Johnson. Johnson. Totally yeah. different animal. Because yeah. Glenn Johnson knocked him out, and it looked like Roy might need to. Yeah, it, it, it didn't look rap. good. It yeah. looked like it looked like he was he was, it it was like he was seizing yeah. in the ring, yeah. like you know. So people like um, Holyfield. I was on. I was in training camp with Holyfield. We have the same uh, professional trainer, and that guy's chin is so like granite chin. He's doing yeah. so much pu- punches, so many punches. That's just doing him so much damage. You know, I think sometimes some guys, like Olifield's a prime example, his chin is too uh, solid for, for his own good, you know? Yeah, sometimes. It, w- it would have been better if he got knocked out. Sometimes, yeah, no, you yeah, yeah, taking, yeah, yeah. yeah, you keep taking punishment, you yeah. would do better to just get knocked out. Yeah, and you know, a story about Holyfield was, I was in, uh, I'd done two eight-week training camps for him. We were like this, talking, went for lunch, and it was amazing for me. We're, I, I thought we were decent, good friends. Then we were doing some work on in the London Olympics, uh, we were around the ring doing some commentating and someone come, someone brought Evander down and I went, hey, Tony, this is Evander. I went, how's it going, mate? He went, hey, Tony, nice to meet you. Uh, I went, I'm oh, wow. wow. I went, we, we trained together with Tommy. He went, oh, I went, we were in the training camp like three weeks ago. He went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just didn't have a fucking clue. And I'm like, oh, my wow. God. Yeah. And then, so that, that's, how, that's how much damage that's done to him, you right. know? 
We, and it's it's, we, it's without fail. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're very few because your boxers, brain is not made to be jostled around no. like that. Not off Mike Tyson. Or, yeah. you know. And and then and then George and, Foreman. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then yeah. Riddick Bowe. It's not made to be jostled. Period. Yeah. But then you're being. It's getting jostled by professionals who have learned exactly how to mess it up completely. Right. right. Yeah. And you scar the brain by moving around in there. Yeah. So I'm involved with a, a fighter brain study right now where I go every year, it's, it's the Vegas, they're doing the biggest fighter brain study in the world where they'll do computer tests, test your reactions, your speech, really? your reading, and you do an MRI scan, they do everything. They've done like 700 fighters up to now. And they told me that um, your, everyone's brain's connected to the skull, skull with a membrane, mm-hmm. but mine's got a big split in it. Because what's happened is I've been punched, and my brain's rattled, and it's split the membrane, ah. which joins me brain and my skull. They said there's no evidence that it affects you in ev- everyday life, but there's, you know, they the need to do more research. Yeah, the older not, you get. It's not good. Exactly. The older you get, the, the more it affects you. Well, Tony, you've been here on the mic for three days, and we've been waiting for you to talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> We're sorry to tell you. <laughs> you need to wrap it up. Yeah. Tony, it's over. <laughs> So By good. it we mean life. <laughs> it's over, dude. Just give it up. You just fall Tito <laughs> and Chuck, <laughs> and you didn't even know it. And I hate to tell you this, but they knocked you out. <laughs> so you may just wish to wrap it up. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing's off gun. Nothing's over the top here, brother. Every, every, everything's on the board. Anything, yeah, anything goes. So. uh Wow, that's a crazy story about the deal, though. Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised, though. You oh, know, man, you the brain trauma. Look at you know even from Mike the biggest Tyson guys and everybody. Look oh, at yeah. Muhammad Ali. I mean, you just go through it, and the, the the best guys are the guys who can say, you know what, I had enough. Because even Riddick Bowe, he never went like a long term in boxing. You know, from no, a boxing and not a long term punishment. It seemed like those three fights with the deal took out of took it took get, sent him to brain damage. Well, Andrew Galata did that to him. Galata Remember? did that too. Andrew yeah. Galata. He started slurring immediately he sure after the did. Andrew Galata fight. And I was so hurt because he was such a great fighter, but you heard him. He, uh, yeah. Uh, and I was, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, that's the downside of watching these these blood sports because, you you know, I don't feel like we talk about it all the time. These guys get paid enough. You know, the top tier guys get paid, but most of the guys don't get paid yeah. enough to take that kind of yeah, damage they're... without a uh, any kind of, what is it, insurance or sponsor? Well, and this is, know, this is what we talk, we, we talk about all the time, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure the listeners get tired of hearing of it yeah. to a certain degree, but we've got to figure out some way of getting some sort of a union yes. for combat sports. Yeah, big time. Because it, it's it's the only sport that has no union. And not only like, okay, well, they may have a weak union. They got a bad collective bargaining agreement. Right. No, no, no. no. They don't there, there's, no there's no yeah. unity whatsoever. Yeah. And we talked to Chuck about it, as a matter of fact. Yeah. He had some great points. And his thing was, listen, man, it's ego-based. Because the guy at the top always feels like, whatever. I had to pay my dues. The guy at the bottom should have to pay his. Yeah. I don't want to put any money into that or blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, and then things spin around quickly. And, yeah, uh, I mean, there's so many fighters that I know from the north of England. They've, they've boxed from the age of 10 to the, the, the 20, then the term professional at 20, then the and they're fighting till they're 25, and then they retire with nothing. Yes. They never pay the taxes. They never made much money. They were making money off selling tickets. Yep. They were still working full time. And then they retire, and now they're on a, on a building site, depressed with fucking a bit of dementia. Right. Well, yeah, I was about to say, right. and not it's only with just, yeah, with brain damage. Yeah, it's so common. It really it's very is. common. It's so I, common. This is what I was telling Chuck. I said, when I, the times that I've trained, I go to different gyms, you'll run into a guy that you grew up watching as a champ that's there not looking like a champ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really sad. So a union or something like that would be really, really good and really better. Yeah, but got to figure out a way to push that forward. Really, I really would like to be involved with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be great. But let's talk about what's going down this weekend. Uh, brain damage. We got uh, very possible, <laughs> very yeah, possible that brain man. damage is going down this weekend because Deontay Wilder has one of the hardest right hands in boxing history. You think so? And yeah, he's knocked out forty dudes. Too. Yeah, but in or history, thirty-nine. Dudes. But they're not like I'm not saying top not. caliber guys that he's been knocking out. I'm not going to say that he's not powerful. But you saying in history, that's a lot. That's, I'm saying in history. A, I'm saying I'm not saying that he's one of the top punt. I'm not saying he's one of the top fighters in history. I know. I'm saying, saying right that if Deontay Wilder catches you flush with that right, I haven't seen a man that doesn't go start doing the Harlem Shake. I haven't seen him. <laughs> every every guy. 
And 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 maybe the most impressive one was was Luis Ortiz to be yeah. honest because he is a legit yeah. he is a real guy and Luis stood up there for the first one and, and then next thing you know he lost his legs after yeah. that and he just couldn't he could never he has that thing that makes you you know lose your it's like that earthquake yeah. it's like when you're in in <laughs> I don't know where if you've ever been involved how long you've been out here but they have we have different kind of earthquakes out here we're yeah, from roller. here <laughs> and we got shakers and rollers the roller earthquake makes you feel like you're. Drunk. Equilibrium is off. Yeah. Immediately, it feels like you just drank a pint of Johnny Walker. <laughs> like, it's like with nothing on your stomach. All of a sudden, you just start, oh, man. It just, ooh. it's weird because it, it yeah. rolls. The shakers are a little bit different. You can walk those off. They're they're more powerful, but the rollers, like, mess up your equilibrium. Seriously. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. fuck that shit, guy. Yeah, and that's what it's like. <laughs> that's what it's like when Deontay Wilder gets hold of guys. Either way it goes, whether you agree or disagree, he's got one of the most powerful rights in, in the league. Ever he has the most powerful punch in boxing right now. Yes, yeah, and uh, he puts guys to sleep and don't sleep. The Gypsy King puts guys to sleep too. Yeah. He's he just isn't such a flash. He usually his is more accumulation more than a one punch knockout drop. But he's more of a boxer. He is more of a boxer, and he's taller than Wilder. I watched this the Showtime uh, All Access, and I always love watching those shows. The twenty four sevens, the All yeah. Access, and they were they were pretty good, and. Um, the main reason that I was going with Deontay Wilder is because Tyson Fury hasn't looked good in his last in his two uh, rust off fights. His yeah. two his two comeback fights. To me, he didn't look good in either one of them. Hmm. Um, he didn't look like he looked before. And I actually believe when you have a combination of getting punched, like we've been talking about, plus you decide to go on the actual hard drugs and hard liquor. Takes a lot for your body to be able to bounce back from that. Now Tyson Fury is a young guy still, so he, mm-hmm. if if somebody's going to bounce back, a young man is who can bounce back. Right. I also know from a point when I lost seventy pounds, it takes a minute when you lose a lot of weight. It takes a minute for your like your feet and hands to catch up with your weight. Yeah. I was I used to, at one point I weighed three eighty three. Wow. At that point, I was a much better athlete than I was when I lost weight and weighed two eighty five. It was weird. Uh, seemed like yeah. you got more injuries then too. I, honestly, Once you lost the weight. Honestly, yeah. wow. and and I don't know why. Yeah, but the, it was. It's like because maybe it was because for the first twenty five years of my life, this was my weight, mm. and I know how my body moves and what it can do and can't do. And there was this reconnection that has to happen when you lose a lot of weight. <laughs> why are you making that face? Right? <laughs> what did Dude. I do to you? Three eighty. Greatest game ever played. <laughs> if you guys want a great laugh, and if you guys want to go get trolling Terry for not being on his brotherly duties, go Google Omar Miller greatest game ever played, and uh, take a look at that photo. I see him all the time. You see somebody all the time. You don't recognize. You see how he tries to see how he goes straight to the DP. <laughs> yeah. he, he he releases himself from any responsibility. Dude. I was with him every single day. I'm gonna show it I to you guys. I couldn't even tell. It's a bad look, folks. It was a bad <laughs> look. Three eighty. That's a lot. I had that's, uh, a long that's a lot of weight. I had big uh, baby. I had uh, big far baby more milk. than one. What do you know? Buffalo wing too many. <laughs> you know what? I'm on the top side of where I've been in like a year now. I'm probably like three fifteen, three twenty now. Right. Yeah, I got to lose some weight right now, and we'll see if it happens. <laughs> see if you- <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyways, um, now I was thinking about that. When I was watching, when I was watching the twenty four seven, or the all access, but he looks good and he looks good mentally. He talks about his mental illness that he was struggling yeah. with of of success and of excess. And one of the things that they have on there that was really great was they had a microphone on him when a couple years ago when Deontay Wilder knocked out Arthur Splitska, yeah. mm-hmm. who is a good fighter. Yeah, and uh, and you think so? Yeah, yeah, Arthur Splitska he's yeah, a good, he's good fighter, fight. he's, and he's he's. he's <laughs> Trolling Terry. And so and so and one thing one thing that you see though is is in that um Tyson Fury couldn't even focus on the fight. The whole fight he's walking around telling guys, let's go get a drink, let's yeah. go get a drink, yeah. let's go get a drink. Yeah. And he gets smashed and then he comes in the ring after yeah. he gets smashed. During the fight, he doesn't even watch the fight. Yeah. And so I think there's a residual effect from that. Deontay Wilder started fighting late, which is one of the reasons I don't feel like he's fundamentally sound. Um, he gets better. I think that Ortiz fight did more for him than anything in the world no could have done. And what we need to see is, is how does he implement what he learned in that Ortiz fight 
Because if Ortiz was actually his stated age, which is 36 or 38, and not 52, as we all imagine that he is, I think Ortiz gets him out of there. Oh, no question. Yeah. No yeah, question. There's so much we can talk about with this fight. Like, well, let's so let's speak on it. Different angles there. So, uh, I mean, when I seen Tyson out of shape, I never thought he was going to come back. Outside. No, no, he was nah. way out of shape. He was, he was, he was terrible. And, mentally uh, as well. Yeah, mentally, yes. physically, just... Uh, and in boxing, you... When you have time off, you come back, you're rusty. Ring rust, I think, is a real thing, mm-hmm. you know. And now he's had two fights. I, th- I think um, he should have had a couple more fights before he joined I agree. With, with Wilder to get a, a bigger chance, a better chance. Uh, so Wilder was in the gym when I caught on a few weeks ago. Uh, and he was, and I trained him, I've done a session with him, took him on the mitts and all that. And... I could not believe. Well, I, I could believe it, but the power in his punches. I've I've held the mitts for a lot of people, like thousands of people, mm-hmm. and and this is like just like twice as hard as anyone I've ever held the mitts for. Wow. But it was he's got freakish yeah. power. But not just his power, how explosive he was, how fast he was. He's yes. a monster athlete. Yes. Let's not. Athletic, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. He does not fundamentally sound look yeah. or move like a boxer. Right. He moves like guys that I play basketball with. And those are the kind of guys that you have to make sure you get your body on them because if you let him get off the ground, you're going to be on a poster. Yeah. That's a, he, he's got a crazy right. athletic explosion. Yeah. And I posted a video of us on the on the pods on Instagram and everyone was like, he, he does this wrong. He should throw his right hand like this. He, sh- he he's, he's throws windmills. He does this. He needs to do it. I'm like, Look at his record. Yeah. You know, look yeah. at like he's he's knocked out every man he's fought. Like, yeah. not many people uh, can say that. You, you, yeah. you, you can't really say, all right, you need to start doing this now because right. you know uh, his his style's proven. It's very hard to prepare for, and I don't think you can prepare for a style like that because he throws punches that that you don't get you don't get taught to, thro- to throw. So, right. you know, I don't know who Fury's really. Be- well, I've, I've heard a few people he's been sparring with, but like, it's no one like Wilder. It's so hard to prepare, prepare for, but where Wilder can get sparring all day, like Fury, well, not all day, but he can get sparring like Fury. He's a stand-up fighter, awkward, you know, there's yeah. a, lot, a lot of tall cruiserweights he could, he could spar with. So I think the preparation um, is going to be a lot harder for, for Fury trying to find someone like, like Wilder to, to prepare for, you know? I, I feel the opposite because Fury is unorthodox in his own right. Yeah. You it, know, and he it, he's, he's, it seems like he's really, really difficult just because of, him being an unorthodox, I wouldn't. I don't know what to expect from this fight. I don't either. This is this is what I left at the all access. Yeah. If I, I had to, to bet, I would bet. If I had to bet, I would bet on a knockout for Wilder, or possibly a knockout for Fury. Because what Fury has the potential to do, in my opinion, is an accumulation of punches on Deontay. Yeah. I don't think he's got the kind of pop to put. I think Deontay has a chin, which he's shown us. Yeah. Um, and he's. He's in crazy shape, so he's going to have that get back. So if you get him down, you need to get him out of there. But one of the things that you brought up to me was that he's working on uh, Fury's working with Freddie Roach. So this is something that I I didn't understand. Did you watch this all access? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. What's the first? I, I was very surprised that when he goes to the wild card and Freddie holds the mitts for him, and and uh, and then they kept the camera running on a key bit of strategy that I think is actually very important, where he told him to hang his jab. Which will, if you hang the jab up, it negates while they're trying to come with that big overhand. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember seeing that. I was thinking, why, why the, put that on there? Because that's a great strategy. It's a great strategy. <laughs> and let me tell you something. And if you were Deontay Wilder and you had no idea that the guy was going to do that and that right isn't there for like six rounds, Deontay Wilder trouble. has a tendency to panic. Yeah, right. he could be yeah. in trouble. You, yeah. can, you can fluster him because he doesn't have enough rounds because he's knocked everybody out. And usually and he early that on the show, on our show, he came on the show. He came yeah. on the podcast. He, Wilder, oh uh-huh. yeah, it's uh-huh. great interview. Uh-huh. And he, and he, spoke I love about him. It. Yeah. I love him. Uh huh. And he spoke about it. He said because I asked him about being the pound for pound. He said he couldn't really say that he's the pound for pound because he hadn't hadn't had enough run, a round, enough rounds, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he was going through that run where he couldn't get a fight because everybody kept getting caught juicing. Yeah. So he had that layoff. Mm. And then Terry, I, I told him, I said, listen, man, I said I'm a big fan. I said my brother has some questions about you because <laughs> you seem to fight to your level of competition. And he's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he kept it 100. He just yeah. kept it real. Yeah. He said, yeah, yo, your brother's right. I do. He yeah. said, but why should I work out extra for somebody that I know I don't have to? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> he, kept he kept it real. Lewis Ortiz is a great fighter. Though. I, he, I, I, I agree. I know he's a, a little bit older, but still, he's still a great fighter. No, no, no. He's crafty. Yeah, he is. You're not going to throw anything at Ortiz that, that he, he hadn't seen. seen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was his first time down. 
That was his first time. Yeah. Including yeah. amateurs, I do believe. Yeah. yeah, he had so many fights. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that there just showed what, what uh, level Wilder is. I think he's, uh-huh. I think he's the, the top boy. And if I've got a bet for this, I'm, I'm betting Wilder inside the distance within like yeah, six, inside. six rounds. I, I, yeah. I think he's going to land. He's going to land. And you've seen what happens when he lands. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Does. Yeah. And Tyson Fury hasn't been hit in four years. Three not years. like that. Yeah, Klitschko didn't even hit him hard. Yeah, he never he he frustrated you know yeah. frustrated Klitschko to the point where Klitschko never hit him flush. And talking about so the, I can't think the last time that he actually got his chin right, checked. Yeah, that's and, a problem. Yeah, and talking about the Klitschko fight, like that fight as well. Yeah, I can't really take anything away from Tyson Fury because Klitschko had never been beat for like ten years before that. Fight. Yes, but he threw about three right hands in the full fight. Klitschko. This is what fight. we were saying. You know what they what they at least what the word on the curb was was that he was having problems with his wife. Yeah, and he was having like really? he was yeah he was yeah. just having which is why he can focus. Old Klitschko came out and gave Anthony Joshua all that he could handle. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he didn't. He wasn't there for the Fury fight because of some personal problems, apparently. Yeah, and he just wasn't focused. And every man that's an athlete knows exactly what that's like. Yeah, if that happens to head. you, and you're like, ah, oh, man, yeah. doesn't matter if you're playing baseball, you strike out every yeah. bad. Or you, <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Every sport, every athlete knows, and it's yeah. like, oh shoot, this girl messed up his mind. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because. That was a terrible fight. It was terrible show. Frustrating. It was uh, a terrible fight to watch. Yeah, it actually it, wasn't a, an interesting fight to watch. No, because Klitschko wasn't even interacting. He was yeah. just standing there. And what Fury and, was doing wasn't necessary. It was effective, but it wasn't like you never thought Klitschko was hurt. He yeah. hit Klitschko flush. If you remember that time when Klitschko was looking at the ref, and he hit him flush and had no pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. But, but it's hard because I don't want to take anything away from Tyson Fury. Cause no, I agree. Was, no, I agree. Was amazing. He, but, he, nobody's but, beat him either. Yeah. But that was the, the, the biggest fight of his life and the best performance of yep. his career. And it was just yep. like, where where Wilder is a total different animal. You know, I'm the Brit and I, I want Fury to win. I really do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, and then I, he seems like a cool guy, yeah, I have to does. say. He yeah. seems like a cool I, guy to hang out with. He seems like a cool guy to hang out with. <laughs> he really does. He's a great guy. He's, he really is. Uh, and uh, I, I really want him to win, but I just, just think it's come too soon I think he's prom- I think it's too soon promoter it- Frank Warren should have held him back but I think what he's done there is like he wants to get the fight before Joshua, Joshua gets, gets it, it. Yeah. yeah for exactly. sure and then and then if somehow or another he shakes up the world he has just set his family up generationally because he'll fight Joshua yeah. in a in a hundred million dollar match yeah and you know, Joshua will put him to sleep uh, and Anthony yeah. Joshua <laughs> will put him to sleep yes. now that now a big you know what I'm rolling with the bomber. I'm rolling with Deontay. Bomb squad. <laughs> Bomb squad. <laughs> but the, but the but the I see a few issues. I think that the Ortiz fight helps him a lot. But the big issue, the biggest issue that I see is that Tyson Fury is taller than Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And he hasn't. He doesn't do well with other guys. His he seems to have a hard time. Well, well, he doesn't have his leverage. He doesn't have that leverage. He doesn't have right. that like leverage to come does. down like he needs to. Yeah. Now, and another thing is, it'll be very interesting to see if Tyson Fury jumps out. If Tyson Fury starts quick, then Deontay Wilder could be in for a long night. Yeah. Well, I think that one of the things that Tyson Fury can bring to the table is playing with his mind. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I yeah. saw that in the press conference. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to say, I would say it was 3-0 already from the press conferences. Oh, yeah. 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 One thing... I, I I don't like from Fury is how he how low that left hand is. If you yeah. notice, it's too dangerous. Yeah. Mitts, he's and he the loved, jab and he brings yeah, it down. Yeah, jab, yeah, down. yeah. Obviously, he's got that height, so he can move back and lean back. But still, if Wireless gets his feet in close with that right hand over the top, it's gonna be it's gonna be night night. And he's you know? fast enough with his feet. Yes, right? that's yes. where the basketball comes to help yes. a lot. Uh-huh. He's yeah. fast enough with his feet yeah. where he can close that gap yeah. very quickly. Yeah, my roommate in in amateurs. Danny Price, he beat Fury in the amateurs, and he was taller than him. He was like six foot seven, six foot eight, uh, and he beat him. And Fury uh, and Wilder, sorry, he beat Wilder. Wilder struggled with that taller style. That oh style, man, and you can you pitch. can tell you yeah. can tell you can see. Yes. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if we come back here next week and we're like, wow, yeah, that damn Tyson Fury, he yeah. did it again. Yeah. yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm really intrigued to watch this fight. What do you think would be better for boxing? Who won? Oh, definitely. It's, if, if, if Deontay Fury, Wilder wins, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's no doubt that it's better because for, they're trying for to, boxing. They're trying to get Joshua and Wilder. Yeah, in Vegas, in right, or in or in in Dallas. They they 
They want to get Anthony Joshua out of the UK. Out of the UK. They need to <laughs> get Anthony Joshua out, out, of out of the UK. If I was him, I wouldn't come out. No, so they can yeah. steal his belts. So they can steal his belts. I'm doing 100,000 seat arenas right. in the UK. Why, why do I need to go why anywhere? Why do I need to go anywhere? Especially to Vegas. I'm the man. But you I'm know, it's, it's better for British boxing if Fury wins. Like, yes. British boxing now is massive. But I think massive. it's much better for British boxing if he wins. Definitely. Like, if you, if you look at the heavyweights in Britain now, like Dillian White, he's fighting Derek Chisora. There's, yeah. there's a lot of great heavyweights there coming up. Joe, I like Joe White. Joyce. Yeah. I think White could beat, um, beat uh, Wilder. With the pressure? Yeah. With, he's, that's he's, a great fight. That's he's a great he's fight. fast. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, got good, great he's really, really good athlete. Uh-huh. He's that's a good a athlete. Fight. And that's really something that'll cause him problems. But I feel like... I think, and see, and I think, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I really think this is something that Wilder has been doing to all of his opponents is they have better fundamentals usually, and he's a much better athlete. Yes. Yeah. And that most of the time... That works. <laughs> that works until you meet up with the guy who actually is an athlete that's fundamentally sound, like Angelique Joshua. Yeah, yeah. like Angelique yeah. Joshua. One thing I noticed about um, uh, Wilder is he's got a bit of a screw loose, like which mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of... Like the Mike Tyson's got a bit right. of a screw loose. A lot of these fighters are a bit mental yeah. upstairs. But he, he seemed to really, really believe in himself. He's, he's, oh, it's he's, real. His self-belief's so real. It's real. Like he's the best man in the planet, you know? But that's why I do believe that Fury could get in his head because because of his own belief. Because if Fury can plant any kind of seed of doubt in his head during that yeah. uh, those early rounds, it's going to be a problem for him because... All know, he's going to do is start throwing haymakers. Yeah, all he's yeah. going to start doing is throwing haymakers. And this is the I don't know if he has anything has. else in his toolbox. Exactly. That's the, this is, this right. is my concern. I think that the jab is going to be the key punch. And I think, a lot of them. And, and I think that this is why I'm saying I, w- I think the fight ends in a knockout. Let's get this straight off the top. Somebody going to sleep. I think somebody's going night-night. I, you, Chuck, I, I can't, bring your pillows. I can't, see, I can't see Fury knocking Wilder out. I can see it late from an accumulation of punches, not from a one-hitter. Yeah. yeah. I think that you can jab. I think the way to beat Deontay Wilder is to jab him into submission. Yes. Yeah. Because, a la Larry Holmes. A la Larry. Oh, Larry. Oh, my God. Just live, by, even talk live about by the jab. I, I really believe that because, especially if you're the taller guy, mm-hmm. he's going to be so frustrated. There was a point, if you go watch the first four rounds of the Ortiz fight, Ortiz doesn't have an, a length uh, advantage, a mm-hmm. height advantage. Luis Ortiz established that jab. Yeah. And he stayed with it, with that jab with him. Until he brought that right in on him. And- well, but, but the thing is, he stayed with him with that jab. Mm-hmm. Well, Wilder kept trying to find that right. And with him being left-handed as well, he came straight down the pipe with a left. And it, that's when Wilder was, you know, that's when yeah. he, he confused him. Yeah. I think that, I don't think that my man has enough rounds to overcome the confusion that can take place that makes champions able to adjust. Like, yeah. Oh, this is what he's trying to do to me. Yeah. But, wait, but if he gets his confidence up, belief is one of the strongest things on the yeah. planet. And when Deontay Wilder gets a guy in trouble, forget about it. Yeah, it's game over. Yeah. But you, you think Fury's job's good enough to I don't know. hurt him because he, he flips but, you know, but, but see, that's, that's, I don't even think that it's about being good. It's just that the jab is a lost art right now. Nobody really sits behind their jab yeah. like they used to. You watch all the old greats and they literally live by the jab, setting up off their, yeah. all their punches off of their jab. Who does that nowadays? Dude, right. It's really hard to find a fighter that really does that. Yeah, you know. And when they do do that, though, you see, you thinking about it right yeah, now. Who, think, who does it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Anthony Joshua does it probably more than yeah, everybody. Joshua was a good one. Gennady, Gennadyevich, yeah, yeah. Golovkin, yeah. yes, <laughs> and Triple G. Triple G's got a great job as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, uh, very interesting fight. I can't wait for it. And when we talking about uh, Freddie Roach starting to do some training with him, I think that would only give Wilder confidence. Why is that? More, more than anything else. That he needs to go get. Yeah, that he's not confident in his own coach that he's been with for his last two fights, that he wants to pull in Freddie Roach. I don't know if Freddie Roach could help him or not. You know, So that would give, I think that would give Wilder confidence. You know? I don't know. I don't now, know. listen to this. Freddie Roach was on, I'm on a television show called Ballers, and Freddie Roach was on uh, Ballers one day. Oh, he was? And, uh, yeah, and I was working with him that day down at Wildcard West, and it was the day after... Wilder knocked out the guy that was the school teacher. I think his name was Gerald Washington. Right. Might have been Gerald Washington. And Gerald Washington was giving him all that he wanted for five rounds. And then Wilder changed the fight around with one punch. And we were all talking about how wild he was and how much more he needed to focus. And uh, we were talking. It was me, him, and Pete Berg. And we were talking about the fight. And I said, man, Wilder was in trouble this weekend. Freddie Roach said, yeah, until he wasn't. (laughs) 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 this is a this is a this is a real thing right yeah but you know what though if you can avoid that right 
if Tyson Fury can avoid that, right? But that's what Roach is teaching. But my thing of it is, is that, like he said, you know, he was in trouble until he wasn't. But the thing of it is, is that the higher you go, the competition yeah. level, once they you know get how in to, trouble. <laughs> yeah, once you yeah. get in trouble, they know how to get you out yeah. of there. If he gets in trouble against Anthony Joshua, he will not we, we, come back. But we're not talking about Anthony. If Joshua. he gets in trouble against Tyson, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury used to be Tyson Fury used to be the champ. Yeah, but Tyson Fury had a few years of drug fueled rock star parties, dude. He yeah. went, like you he, said, he's a young man. He looks great. I want to say he looks great. I'm not. I'm either way. I don't know who's going to take it. But I'm yeah. saying that Tyson Fury causes problems in the ring when you watch. You've seen it. You've seen it every single time. Yeah. And he left that that twenty four said that all access. He said something great. He said one thing you can count on is I'll turn up to fight. He, he, he said yeah, I may have some belly, uh, some fat on me belly, some fat on me back. You can count on Tyson Fury to show up and fight. That's and good. he is going to fight. Yeah, that's God. good. I, I love how I love how fast they made the fight as well. Right. Yeah. I, I just and showed. I love the fact that the fight is in Los Angeles. Yeah. Great. Both uh, of them. Right after that Golovkin Alvarez fight. Right after Canelo Golovkin, they said Tyson Fury especially said I'm not fighting in Vegas. He did? He yeah. was the one who said that. And then he right. said, if we're, we're going to fight, if, if it's the fights in Vegas, I'm not fighting. And then a, like a week later, they made the fight and it was here. Yeah. I love that. Because how, how long it took them to negotiate with Wilder uh, and Joshua? It was too much. Ridiculous. But this, the fight just got made like that. Because it's two men who really want to fight. Yes. You know, and if I think if Joshua really wanted to take a fight... He would have, he would have I agree. It. It would have I have to agree. I, I don't agree. I, I agree. don't. Everybody always puts it on Joshua, but when when Wilder was negotiating, he already had a fight lined up when he was talking about a date. He had he had a fight lined up already. Yeah. So I don't understand why everybody throws that on Joshua. Joshua said that, "Hey, listen, I'm not in control of that. I'll fight him. Just put it down." And Wilder sounds good, but then, yeah, but you know, Wilder said the same thing. But when you start looking at the you and know, then Wilder said looking at it all. It was a fight that that both promoters of both guys wanted in 2019. I yeah. think Wilder actually wanted to fight. Yeah. I actually I do. do. I believe it. I don't think that he actually wanted to fight. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. but I think he thinks he wanted to fight. Yeah. I think that if he if this fight with Ortiz and now this fight with Fury will do him better than anything else that could sure will. that yeah. that could happen if he beats both of these guys. Obviously, he already beat Ortiz. That's a matter of fact. That's another fight. Ortiz is on this undercard. I'm really yeah. happy about oh, that. Oh, is yeah. yeah. Ortiz yeah. is on this undercard. Lennox Lewis came out and he, and he said, like, if you're a fighter and you want to fight, if you're a champion, you can fight. You're like, the champ. Like, yeah, yeah, you're the champ. You pick who you want to fight. That's how it works when you're but, the champ. Uh, Agree with what Joshua and his teams done. The, the, the he, they maximize their their financial yes, leverage, yes, and they're also maximizing their their moment. If God forbid, you know somebody catches them, yeah. Well, and not you only know. that though, Wilder said that he would fight him anywhere, but then it turned into he wanted to fight him in the states. Right, Wilder. Why would Anthony Joshua leave I'm the with U- you on that? Leave the UK. There is no reason for him to leave the UK to except fight. to get he, ripped off. Yes, he's he's selling out arenas. Yeah. And Wilder can't even fill up the what is that that stadium that he Barclays. fights at? yeah at the Barclays yeah but didn't offer him fifty million he he well, did but they said the money was never really there right yeah I mean Wilder said to me the money was there but he would say that wouldn't he uh, but yeah I, I think what I mean you both not like in sports you've got to make as much money as you yeah, can yeah, especially yeah. with no union they they yeah. short lived it's short lived yeah that window's really really yeah. small I mean I know that you know I got in, I got injured after ten fights so you've got to make as much as you can while you can. Before you've got to get out there, and then if you can get out with your marbles all there, you know, where you get you, money. Yeah, with some money, that that's that's key. Like Mayweather, great, you know, he's been in, made a fucking fortune, and then come out and yeah. And Do you see that they're teasing uh, with the Canelo Mayweather? Maybe I see they keep teasing. No, I've never seen that Canelo, one. No, Canelo, Canelo wants it, it out bad. there. Canelo wants it he bad wants now. It bad. I bet Mayweather shouldn't take that fight. Why not? I think they would beat him still. Nah, I don't. You don't. I don't, I don't no. think Mayweather should take any fights. I he think, shouldn't I take any after, fight. But after the, after the Chuck Liddell situation, <laughs> I tell. I yeah, tell but Floyd, Floyd never. Floyd never. He hasn't taken a beating, and Floyd always stays in fight shape. He's, yeah, he's but I mean, he, he, yeah. he, he hasn't taken a beating in a very long time. Uh, in a very, very long. He never took a beating like the and the and Canelo. Game. I want to see what Canelo's going to look like after taking two beatings from Gennady. Yeah, that's going to take a, a few years off your life then. he stole his belts. That's that's you know over with. But he took a beating. He both fights. Yeah. And but I think that there's a, there's there's some Mexican meat to help him heal up from that. Mm. <laughs> I think that goes along with. I don't it. know if that could help you heal from that beating. He he, 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 he got he got he's got he, now he's a guy that you're talking about maybe a punchy in a couple of years. Who's up? Uh, Canelo because oh, he yeah. took a lot yeah. of lot of hit shots yeah. from Gennady. And triple, and triple G. Yeah. He took a lot from him as well. What do you boys think of the um, the Mayweather McGregor fight? Uh, t- that was a waste of time. That was just a gimmick. You didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Did you like it? I loved it. 
<laughs> really? I love this. Why? Why? You knew the outcome. No, you knew, you knew, knew the outcome. outcome. And if you didn't, it was just because you're no, you're a Brit. No, that's, 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 I, knew, I knew the outcome. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. Ex- I I even had like a grand on Mayweather stopping him in one round. I, well, I, I, the, but a, yeah, but this, this is problem. the problem. Floyd had three hundred thousand dollars for him to stop him in the tenth, and guess and what? He, he stopped did? him. Yes, he did. Oh, come on! I never knew that. Yeah, But on like the over or whatever it was, he carried. That's that's what happened. He literally did come to find after the fact. It was a proxy situation. But he beat Mayweather in the first two or three rounds. Mayweather didn't even throw punches. Mayweather didn't lose them rounds on purpose. Yeah, he did. Yes, I don't, he I don't did. think. Oh, come on. You need to go watch that again, Tony. You need to go watch it again. You need to go watch that again. That overcut that he caught him with. That was a surprise. Yeah. And you saw what he did? He walked right through it. Yeah. <laughs> he walked right through <laughs> it. Because Conor McGregor, McGregor, McGregor doesn't know how to throw boxing punches. Yes. Right. No, I, yeah, I agree. But the thing, I liked it, but it was entertaining. The build-up, it was cheesy. It was like WWE, yep. but it was different. So if a fight like that happens, I want it to happen in my lifetime, not another lifetime where I don't get to see it. My problem with it is that you'll take something like that and Floyd Mayweather puts that on his record. Yeah. That yeah. shouldn't be on his record. It's 50 and 100. That should be on his record. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. That should be on his record. But still, what I love about it as well is how much money they've made. Oh, they made uh, big money. Like, yeah, and big money. Yeah, they deserve it. All fighters deserve it. Uh, big, I agree. We, we don't get it. So, big yeah, money. fair play them. And it was the safest one, fight for both of them. Yes. I mean, Conor McGregor didn't take a beating. It wasn't no. like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing wrong with Conor McGregor after that fight. What about the last fight he had? I don't even know. That's what I was just about to say. I don't even know why he decided to fool around with Khabib. <laughs> Khabib wasn't with, playing with him. He wasn't yeah. playing. He was it's, pissed. It's not only business. He saw that little whisper. He goes, hey, man, it was only business. It's yeah. not only business. I'm very serious about my religion, about my, my parents, about all of this. I'm real oh, with this. Yeah. And I will rip your neck off. And he tried to. After he tapped, <laughs> he tapped and he kept it on like, like a dog. That was uh, ooh man, that was vicious. Yeah, it was a great fight. Well, uh, gonna wrap it up soon. We ended up spending a whole session, which I'm very happy with. Yeah. Really great guest. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Fun. Thank now, you. Now, awesome. Tell me this. Tell us. Tell the people where they can find you at your 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 establishment. Yeah, so I own two gyms called Box and Burn uh, in Los Angeles. One in Santa Monica. One in Brentwood. And boxing, fit, boxing fitness gyms. Yeah, if you're ever around, come up, come and get a I session. Slide yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and do it. And yeah, and you can find me on Instagram, Tony Jeffries. There it is. All right, folks. Uh, yeah, we're going to leave. Gotta, I actually got some place I got to go, so I wish I had more time. Going to jump. Going to leave you with a quote from Calvin Coolidge. And I've left you with this one before, but it seems like it's always relevant. Nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Stay at it, folks, whatever it is that you're doing. I'm Omar Miller. I'm your host. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, and our special guest, Mr. Tony Jeffries. Thank you. This is the Ozone. Ozone. I'm living the dream. I'm in love with the lights. 